All right. So since we were done doing John Woo and the way our scheduling was working, we had this weird week of recording where it didn't fit. It wouldn't fit into like a four set. And with the rest of the year, we figured we could do like four movies of Halloween themed and like maybe four movies of a Christmas theme. But still had this weird, awkward weekend where nothing would fit. And we're like, well, what do we do? And I was like, you know what? We got done watching some Nicolas Cage. We're getting into Halloween. Just watch a Cage Halloween movie. And, you know, guess what? Willie's Wonderland was out. And I was like, yes, let's for sure do this movie. Oh, yeah. It's a Cage. Oh, yeah. And I will probably screw up this whole time of what this thing is called because I wrote, started out, I was like, I'm going to title my notes, Wally's Adventureland. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. Willie's Wonderland. So I'm going to go between Wally and Willie and Adventureland and Wonderland throughout <laughs> this whole podcast probably because... I'm a moron and don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we welcome you to Willie's where everyone's your friend here at Willie's Wonderland. The good times never end. Birthday fun for everyone. How old are you today? Everyone at Willie's is holding you to stay. It's your birthday. <laughs> we want you to have fun. All right. Oh, Willie's yeah. Wonderland 2021 release. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this went to theaters. I don't even care if it. Oh, I think it was a direct release. Was yeah. it a direct release? I, I, th- I'm pretty sure this was a uh, Netflix original or exclusive. No, no. I think so. This wasn't on Netflix. <gasps> That's right. No, it was on this, Hulu. I watched had, it on Hulu. Yeah, this yeah. had. I don't know what happened to it. COVID screwed everything up again. Because one of its catchphrases was "2020 isn't over yet, kids." So I I got tired of trying to figure out what movies got pushed back and just said, "Hey, I can watch it. I'm going to watch it." Right here, right. you know, here it is. Um, the plot synopsis is a quiet drifter mm-hmm, <laughs> is tricked into a janitor job, but was he? Yeah. At the now condemned Willie's Wonderland, the mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Fists fly, kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. Willie's Wonderland's categorized as an action comedy horror director kevin lewis i don't know who this guy is yeah i've never heard of him he is new to me but i mean let's see what he's done now now i'm curious as a director hmm shit i've never heard of and i'm not even gonna say his first movie was in 96 oh 98 2001 03 06 he's got two oh dark heart the drop willie's wonderland in 21 and then he's got three movies and pre or two in pre-production one announced don't know what they are so maybe oh. this guy will get like more of a cred after working with Nicolas Cage. Maybe. But yeah. we'll see because I don't know. Was this movie great? Oh no. No. <laughs> but honestly, like I don't think anybody expected it to be. I don't think it was meant to be. In my mind, it was just meant to be kind of uh it seems like this was more of fun shenanigans. Uh maybe like a cultish type appeal. But other than that, I don't think it was meant to like try to you know be a blockbuster by any means in my mind. Well, you know, we get into the DNA of some of these movies, and when you've got someone like Cage attached to it, some would think, oh, there's big names behind it. Anymore, Cage is kind of like not doing that. It's people yeah. you may or may not have heard of. Yeah. So yeah. one of these writers is, oh my God, this name, G.O. Parsons, known for Willie's Wonderland. Yes. He has been an actor in shows I don't know about. Writer, two credits. Shark Week, one episode in 2011. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland, 2021. 
he did the Willy's Wonderland lyrics, the birthday song for this movie. Nice. But again, really nothing to his background. Right. And I'll give him credit for this being what it is. Like, it's not terrible, but I'm going to put the cherry on top of this. Your main star, he's got some great lines. You want to hear what one of them is right now? Yes. Dead silence. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I must have missed something because I'm pretty sure I didn't hear a single word come out of the janitor. Nicholas Cage character, the janitor. The mute. Speaks no words whatsoever. Some grunts, some groans, some... <sighs> and a lot of pounding back of uh, whatever that, that soda was. Okay, it was soda, not beer. I, I kept going so, back and forth so during the whole movie. I what it was soda, doing. And then... In the middle of the movie, I thought it was beer, mm-hmm. and then by the end, I thought it was soda because I uh, I don't know. The label made it look like an energy drink slash soda to me. Yeah. But then also, at the end of the movie, the girl takes a swig of it like it's beer. Hmm. Like, you know, she shouldn't be drinking it versus like, really, kids shouldn't be drinking energy drinks either, but you know what I mean? They, they do no problem. So the way she was like, oh, I'll take a drink of this. Mm-hmm. made it seem like it was beer, like she wasn't supposed to be drinking it. You know what I mean? So then I was like, well, maybe it was like a weird... <gasps> maybe it was like Four loco. It was an alcoholic energy drink. There, oh there it is. There it is. Is that why he was just so like nonchalant about everything during this? Well, until he had his break and had his whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And then he would get a little energy boost and play games, you know? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Um, Just real quick, the film stars Nicolas Cage, who we've talked about, who also serves as producer. Along with Emily Tosta, Rick Ritz, Chris Warner, uh, Kaylee Cohen, Cohen, Jonathan Mercedes. Really, it's just fodder for what goes on. So the project was announced in October of 2019 uh, with screenwriter Parsons having conceived the idea based on his 2016 short film Wally's Wonderland, which was also the script's original name. This caught Cage's attention, who agreed to participate as both actor and producer. So there you go. Cage pretty much made it happen. Yeah. It says that it's got a cult following due to sharing its premise with the Five Nights of Freddy's franchise. I'm not very familiar with that. I know the name. I've never dove into what that's all about. So hmm. it was set to have a October 30th, 2020 release. Aha. Ah, you're right. COVID screwed it. Yep. Yep. I, I wait for the day when I don't have to say COVID screwed it. So it was released video on demand and then it had a limited theatrical release in the United States on February 12th, 21. There you have it. Postponed. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to push it out because, hey, guess what makes money? Uh, movie's not sitting on a shelf. Yeah, yeah. So, let's get into this, man. Willie's yeah. one. Willie's? Wally's. Willie's. Originally Wally's. Okay. So, uh, you're not. So, you're I not, was. Yeah, wow. yeah. You're not totally off base. You're close. My dumb brain was right when yeah. it was didn't know anything else about it. We've got some of our main characters. It, this movie is just so short on character. So, Nicholas Cage is playing the janitor. Yes. Okay. Slash stranger from out of town. <laughs> Pretty much driving the sweet ass. Okay. We yeah, gotta, we've got to get into this. So we've got to get into this. If Nate, if Cage is being producer, how much of what this character is, Cage coming in and be like, I'll do your movie. Here's what I want. I want a Camaro. I want sunglasses. I want a leather jacket. Oh, he's. I want he's some call- made up he's, drink. He's calling all the shots. And I ain't saying a fucking word. Yeah. I don't want to say anything in this movie. Which proves that he's a great actor because he emotes with nothing but his eyes. True. The cage stare and just his his actions speak louder than words. Exactly. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah, he has no other crutch to lean on besides physicality. Yeah. Oh, that is true. 
This movie goes into, I don't know, man. I do have my notes. Damn, that beard is sweet. Cage's got a sweet, sweet beard. Mm-hmm. I'm digging it. I, I was a big fan of his entire character. The mute, the look, the attitude, the super chill all the time, no matter what happened. Were you? I was, I was, I was loving it all. I thought it fit well. It doesn't make sense necessarily, but for the movie, I just thought it was a good fit. Were you waiting for a payoff for the mute stuff? Were you waiting yes. for like some kind of big reveal? Like eventually, I figured at the end, maybe he would like go into a long spiel, like a long speech or something. I thought something might happen like that, but I was expecting it until. So our main character, Liv Hawthorne, her character's family was duped into cleaning this place. Remember, children and adults, if anybody asks you to clean a random building to get your car fixed, it's probably not a good idea. Trap. It's Danger. 100% trap. Warning. Caution. We come to find out later in the movie that her parents and her were put into this building to clean. Her parents were murdered, but for some reason she survived the night. Yeah, she escaped. And the and the so cop pretty much adopted this eight-year-old girl, and ever since then she's been mad. <laughs> so once, I, once that reveal was like she survived the night and knows exactly what the score is. Yeah, she witnessed it. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, was this going to be the same thing with Cage? But like, I don't think the timeline would line up of Cage's age versus when the the place opened up. But I was like, oh, is Cage going to be like some survivor and now he's back like he knows the score, like he's just playing along, like he knows what this town's all about. He knows how they trap him. Like, oh. But no, like apparently he's just like, okay, I'm here. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get that vibe at all. Okay, that yeah. was just me. I thought for some reason yeah. there'd be some reveal like he... Honestly, I was almost waiting for like a Ghostbusters-esque thing. Like he knows what's going on and like he just played the game to he do it. He just wanted and, to infiltrate. Like, he'll, he, that's what he does. He goes around and finds like paranormal shit and, oh. and, and does it. But apparently maybe not the case. I don't know if they're setting oh, up like man. a universe within like work. This no. janitor cage that goes around and battles demonic or possessed objects, which I'd be kind of in for. I'd be down. Like if they, if they kept shooting movies like this, I'd be, yeah, I'd watch them. But you can't call it Wally's or Willie's. Well, you could you actually I mean? give like, it new titles yeah, and like, just have them linked, yeah. but it would have to be it's named like after anthology. what he's going off of. Yeah, the, the connecting thread is Cage and the girl, maybe. Now, now this girl is his sidekick. Yeah, yeah, like he's, she's in the know. You know, they're all about it. Yeah, it's kind of a that'd be a fun idea. We'll see what they decide to do. Right, I bet it's gonna end here. <laughs> was my fear. This he, is a one and done. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what else you do with it, unless, like you said, you make well, like it like, you say a weird too, paranormal I mean, thing. Right. Well, also doing like, uh, like going back in time and seeing his backstory. What is the deal with this mute dude that drives a really nice car? Where does he get the money? Does he just steal it? Maybe. I mean, he's mute and he's kind of rough looking. He clearly knows how to fight. He's just punching a dude in the face and drive off in his car. I don't know. But obviously not. Because hmm. like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto and all that jazz. Well, that's why I was driving so fast through the backwoods of wherever town this was. Yeah, wherever they was. were. <laughs> well, I mean, going off of if they'd ever make another one, I mean, this clock's in at 88 minutes. Its budget was $5 million. Holy moly. Honestly, though, watching it, it, I think that makes sense for me. Visually speaking, and the music, everything was pretty tight. Yeah, but what percentage of that went to Cage? How, what is oh, Cage huge, taking on? Huge. Out of a majority. $5 million budget? The vast majority. To come in as main actor and producer? The vast majority. Dude, I can't imagine he's taking more than yeah, two. exactly what you're saying. He's taking, he's taking producer cut. He's taking actor cut. Yeah. He's uh, taking a lot. Unless Nicolas Cage has publicly come out somewhere and said, yeah, I only did this movie for a million dollars because I'm just trying to get people's names known that are future 
possibly good writers, directors, actors. Right. And I'm just trying to be like this vehicle to get the name out there. Cause yeah. Being... You put Cage on a movie poster, like, oh, it's a new Cage movie. But like I said, I don't know if his name holds much appeal anymore. Like, oh, it's just Cage being Cage in a fucking movie that well, has Cage in it. Do we really care? Well, I, I think I think his draw would still be there. The problem is, is that he does so many direct direct to video movies. Yeah, you know maybe. what I mean. If he if he maintained theater released movies, ninety he would, status. <laughs> yes, he would do a lot better. And for me personally, I'm willing to give a Cage movie a chance just because he is so all over the board. Some of his stuff is amazing and entertaining. Other stuff is just like super weird. So yeah. with that. And then also, I miss a lot. A lot of it is is direct to direct yeah. to video that I don't even know that it came out. And then like, all of a sudden, it's like, where? Oh, there's like five Cage movies. You have to have that alert on your phone of the new Cage movie releases, <laughs> just so you're in the know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but backtracking real quick, the box office for this was four hundred eighteen thousand two hundred eighty six. It made. I mean, so so so. Question for you: What? How is the box office that I, specified yeah, I nowadays know. with streaming? Know. Well, yeah, is, is that you, included? Because if it's yeah. theater release, how is that even possible in February when a lot of theaters weren't even open yet? Right now, still all theaters aren't open yet. For all I, I mean, know, that was one company buying the rights to play their movie. I don't know. Yeah. So I know like places I'm, I'm like just, uh, Redbox, you could rent it. Right. Does that count as box office? I don't know. That excellent question, sir. I have no idea how you do it. The metrics are all over the place. I mean, that's what that's what the problem is. is you see, it's going, well, yeah, we've spent $5 million. If this made seven back, $7 million right. back, like... I would consider that a mild success, but like you see these numbers, and you're like, well, of course we're not going to do another one. But like, but Nicolas Cage was in this, right? He produced, yeah. It. I guess, I guess it's just going to fall. Like I said, like it's just going to be a cult classic among people who just want a weird ass Nicolas Cage animatronic murder movie, and yeah. that's all it is. Yeah, that's all it ever will be. And and I would also say, for one, I think this movie's done pretty well considering mm-hmm. the premise. Like it's pretty tight movie in my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, which I found really quick. yeah and that's the other thing too like i didn't want a lot of leg and that was it i mean with such premise too you can't have a leg you, there's no room for depth there's no reason for depth no um, there isn't also it's it's uh i lost my train of thought um, <laughs> uh-huh. but uh oh oh i remember now so for me personally um i don't know how many people have had the same experience the animatronic robots <laughs> chucky e. cheese yeah. Right there. Every kid's nightmare after yeah, a while. Yeah. Super creepy. As an adult, you're like, oh my God. Like, these kids are, are super entertained by these super creepy creatures. Like, oh, it just brought back memories. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Our animatronic characters we've got Willie Weasel, Siren Sarah, Cammy Chameleon, Ozzy Ostrich, Tito Turtle, Gus Gorilla, Artie Alligator, and Nighty Knight, spelled K N I G H T Y, Knight. It's a knight. It's a knight in shining armor with a sword. Nighty knight. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a fan of t-shirts, I want one of these Willy's Wonderland t-shirts that are all over oh. the place in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the movie poster is pretty cool, considering I think movie posters suck anymore nowadays. I would take that poster for sure. And one more ridiculous name that we got to talk about uh, is Tex Makadu. Right. The new owner. The owner of <laughs> the Wonderland. Holy crap! That guy. Cage is driving down the car. We're introduced to him. There is a spike strip out on the ground. He hits it. All four tires gone. And does this tow truck randomly show up? No, it's it's all planned. Spike well, yeah, strip. It, he doesn't call truck. it a tow truck. Yeah. So Cage is just sitting here drinking his. Is it power? Was it punch? What was that? 
something punch, power punch sounds right. He's got a drink that he's always he's got to take with him. Yeah. So the guy picks him up to in the car, and Cage just goes around with this whole thing. And like the story that the truck driver says is, "Oh, the kid stole it from the cops. I guess you found it." Right. Not a bad lie. It's a great. It's not a great bad premise. because yeah. it's you don't like it's not super suspicious. But you're just like, like okay, so. But again, we don't know anything that Cage thinks because he doesn't say anything. Right. Which, but it's fine. also very believable, even in in this. Uh, at this point in the movie, we really don't know anything about it. But the fact that he's driving in the, in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. I mean, it's safe to bet that it's a podunk small town. So then shenanigans happen. Kids are bored. Cops are bored, too. Like, yeah. it's pretty easy to just break in and steal some cop stuff because it's probably somebody you know, you know? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Let's go be kids and throw down a spike strip and on the road randomly. So I've got two things that I don't know work for this movie necessarily, but it's here and it's just a convenience. So one is the tow truck guy is basically like, I'll fix your car, put all the wheels on it. I'll do everything. And like, they've got it set up. Like it's gotta be cash only thousand dollars. And cage doesn't have, he's got plastic, Yep. but of course the car machine doesn't work. Yep. That's or it's it. broken. Yep. And the ATM mm-hmm. is broken. So he puts, you know, the guy's like, all right, you go clean this place. You stay the night. You clean this place, top to bottom, spig and span. In the morning, I will have it all done. Yeah. Okay. Cage, I guess, nods, agrees to it. Fine. If you are this guy fixing the car, do you legit fix the car? This isn't your first time doing it. Why are you fixing these cars up? Because there's a line because later of like the text is like, well, now you just got yourself a brand new Camaro. It's like, where are you getting the parts for this? And why are you doing it with the assumption this guy's not making it out? Is it just you're fixing it for yourself at this point? But like they show up the next day on time and are surprised that he walks out, but the car is there. But would he really fix it? If this guy's that much of a dick, is he really fixing the car? Well, yes. Okay. And and the reason he is is because, like you say, they gain another vehicle. They can either uh, have for their personal yeah. use or sell it for profit. So it makes total sense. But like you say, if they know for a fact that he's going to be killed or they assume that everybody they've ever done this to is murdered by these uh, creatures, why would they show up and be like, oh, let's see if he's still alive? Well, I think it it's because odd. it's the whole sacrifice thing, because they say in the movie too, like, the animatronics will actually leave the building. Oh, and that is true. They're trying to protect the town, and, yeah, because we're, if they don't yeah, feed they them, go out. they go out and seek. Yeah. The other thing I'm not a, the biggest fan of is the introduction to our main, other main character of this live girl who was the one who was watched her parents get murdered and raised in this town, and we are introduced to her, like, Pouring gas on this building. And it happens twice where, like, they're pouring gas, and then she's like, well, we got to go get this guy. I'm like, gas evaporates, right? Yeah. Like, this isn't lasting hours just sitting here on the ground. Like, no. you got to like this shit and move on. Like, yeah. come on. Liv, the first go around, is trying to destroy this building on her own for reasons, obviously. And her fake mom, the sheriff, grabs her and takes her home and handcuffs her to the radiator. So her and her friends are all about trying to get rid of this place. They must be teenage angst trying to get out. It's like, just run away then. Why can't you go get help? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like, what, five of them? That is a good point. I mean... But then we wouldn't have a movie. 100%. And I'm not saying, like, it has to be one of those, like, they've all got to leave together. And, like, it's just, it's a weird contrivance for the movie of these group of teenagers that live in this town, know what the Wonderland's all about, and are really wanting to destroy it, but it's also like, there are other options of how to do your goal, I would imagine. But at the same time, I could I could see it happening that, you know, normal law enforcement, how they operate is they go 
you know, law enforcement to law enforcement because yeah. the kids, the only thing they could say is this is happening, this crazy thing that doesn't make sense and is hard to believe um, with willies and law enforcement is in on it. So you can't contact them. Well, the police station is going to immediately contact them and talk to them about it. That's just how they operate. They're going to be like, yeah, so we got this crazy kid making this crazy claim. What do you know about it? And they're going to be like, ah, they're just crazy. So then it dies. To go along with that, why is it when Cage is in the building, the sheriff brings in another deputy from outside their county to sit there the night with her and then eventually has to explain what's going on? Because the whole point of him being there was like backup. And he's like, why am I here? And she's like, we're here in case this red phone rings, but we do not want that red phone to ring. And so once start, you know, it starts I, hitting the fan, she has to, like, she's almost essentially there for the backstory because on their way to Willie's, she explains to him, like, this is what the score is. This is what's going on. Then we get the backstory of why these animatronic characters are alive. Right. But I thought he was just a new hire. Dude, he's a... Oh, I, I thought. I mean, you could maybe be he right. Was. My maybe assumption he was. was he was just the new guy on the force. That's why they hadn't really let him know because they don't even know if he's going to stick around. He just got hired. I thought he got put on because he was wearing a different uniform. You I could don't be know. right. I maybe didn't even know. Was he wearing rookie blue? I don't know. I don't know. I, that's no. that's what I don't get. Uh, it, it's just it's neither here nor there. It's just one of those things where it works because it gives her a reason to explain what's going on, but also yeah. it's like unneeded in some ways because yeah. we've got to have characters in this movie that can die so yeah. we've got stuff rolling on because cage isn't dying so who's gonna die oh these kids have to somehow make their way into the building so it's fine oh yeah yeah oh i feel like uh, uh speaking of the kids in this movie it's like one of the the classic tropes right if you have <laughs> yep. sex in a horror movie you die yep so that was my and thing that, too is that was pretty gratuitous so they've got two female characters in this group and one of them dresses down and you know and you're like all right we get holy foreshadowing yeah you just i get it i get what's gonna happen eventually to this chick fine which we don't even see yeah yeah don't even see i was wondering that too like why why did they choose that like i mean if you're gonna kill people then i don't know why why are you choosing not to show some and then show others i don't know because her and her boyfriend decide once they they fall through the roof of the building trying to rescue Nick Cage. <laughs> and I'm under the impression like all these kids know what go on to this because her boyfriend's like, no, I'm not going in there. Like it's that's a suicide. Right. But yeah, they're so eager to like leave the rest of the group. And I'm like Once they get inside, okay, they're, they're like, like totally movie relaxed. 101 yeah. already says like you guys are obviously dead. You're the only ones to leave the group and you're gonna go have sex. Yeah. This movie is creative enough in what we're setting up. I could use a little bit more with creativity with characters and why they're doing what they're doing and how they die. Sure. Just a, sure. just a tad. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to add much to the runtime of any, but to have these two basically go off just to have sex, right? And die is kind of like. But we've established they all know what the score is. It doesn't but make this sense. Building, like, yeah. When they literally before they fell through into the building, they were talking about exactly how like, how there is no way they were going to go in. It's suicide. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Now that you bring that up, that makes no sense. I didn't even. Yeah, I, I was just following along it was, as it as it happened. I was just like, "Oh yeah, sure, yeah, like go off and have sex." Because I mean, that's what you do when you're teenagers. You're like super horny all the time. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you forget that you're in peril. You know. I, I guess. Know. I mean, um, I, I will say, watch this movie. There's just things in it where you're like, uh, it's a groaner would, because it, it's been done a hundred times before. Like, I need a little bit more originality. Your plot in itself is fairly original. Animatronics. Yeah. 
you know, being possessed isn't really being a thing possessed, right now. Yeah. I'm down with it. Nick Cage fighting him, I'm down with it. Surround him with better people who are able to do different things so, or whatever. So here's the question. How do you kill him off then? Well, and that's just it. You got to get creative with the deaths with the animatronics because they throw in things of like one kid gets his neck snapped by the chameleon's tongue, which is super quick. And you're like, yeah. okay, he's dead. The alligator takes out the boyfriend, right? like bites him. And then we don't even, it cuts and we don't even see how the girl dies. You know, I guess same way. The other, you know, if this, at this point, if Nicolas Cage hasn't killed that character, it really doesn't matter. I feel, I feel like that's exactly it. Like, there was no need for them to separate from the group. They could have been all huddled together as a big herd and gotten picked off one by one by these creatures. Okay, we got some things to talk about. Why are they attacking one by one? Because in some of the flashbacks, it looked like they were kind of going all crazy because Cage is not phased. When this ostrich pops up behind him and like pecks so, his cheek, he's just like, oh, okay, this is what's was, going on. Sweet. That was one thing that immediately went off in my brain when, when it started happening. How unfazed Cage was by all of them coming oh, yeah. to life. He's just like. It was no big deal. That's why I was waiting for the reveal. Like, oh, he knows the he score, knows. but we never get the reveal. Like, I'm not saying this true. acting with Cage is like next level. No. But it was worth the watch to see him just like. For me, watching his facial expressions, I'm like, does he know the score? Or is he just like the ultimate badass who's just like... Just nothing phases him. Yeah. And then, Uh, okay, before we get to uh, his quirk. The quirk in this is he's got a timer set. For his breaks, right? Is that what it is? Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. That's what I thought. They they told him, like, make sure to take your breaks. Take your breaks. Was he doing that before the car or after the car? Because I felt like he was... He had to have, like, his drink fix at certain intervals. So That's again, it, it goes back to, is this what he's doing in the moment, or is this like him in general outside of what's going on right now? Like I assumed, Every 30 minutes, he's got to chug one of these things. I assumed it was after the car, because when he was driving, he seemed very, very somber. But he was drinking in the car, too. Was he? I thought, well, he got one soon after the car, got tires got popped that he was right. drinking and waiting, so I don't know. Right, right. But again, it's this weird quirk, like, he stops every time because there's just it's just weird the reason i was thinking that um he it was the drinking of his punches like after the car was because as the brakes went on you notice him getting looser and looser that's why i was like is this beer but it's a weird name for a beer but i was like and and the the color in the can and like i was trying to read the label as the movie is playing and i couldn't really make it out like it, it was it was very like generic sort of sayings on it Nothing that was like yeah. delicious beer or something. I don't know. Is it like um, a surge type thing? Like he's just got. I was thinking either packs of surge. Yeah, it seems like it's the the alcoholic energy drink makes the most sense now because it's got the label, the look of an energy drink, but he's getting kind of tuned up, like it's beer or alcohol. Maybe I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it he plays it so weird to where you can't be like, yeah, oh yeah, he's drunk at this point to fight this guy. It's like no, like is right. he amped up on energy drinks? Yeah. Is it just caffeine? Like, what the hell is going on? Because, right. yeah, that ostrich shows up early enough and you're like, he just looks at it and then beats this thing to death. Yeah. After it says, I'm going to eat your eyeballs or something. And he's just like, okay, cool. With that, too, was that when he had to put his uh, duct tape oh. corset on? Yeah. I'm going to feast on your face. And he, like, pecks him. And, you know, Nick does the slow, like, touch it and look at it. It's bloody. And then he freaking <laughs> breaks that mop in half and starts freaking railing on this thing. And, the expression of the eyes going up on the ostrich, like, oh shit, I've got somebody. But again, 
why is it one at a time? Is it just uh, strictly to allow this movie to happen? Yes. Because I guess we need to explain why they're here. So these weird, this weird, was he a uh, serial killer? I thought he was like a cult leader. The way the movie I thought explained it was he was a killer, but he used the Wonderland as a place to bring in like-minded employees and then they'd have be able to all i thought it was all for like devil worship or some sacrifice well that's how they ended up in animatronics because once the word got out what was going on but i thought that was the whole premise in the in the get-go was that was why they're killing people for devil worship or something like that i thought it's because they were psychopaths and then the devil worship was at the end because they get hail mary well, I, I, I figured that the devil worship, and maybe I wasn't following well enough, but I assumed the devil worship was just a part of what they were doing oh, normally, I got too. You. And it just tied in, because it ties in nicely. Otherwise, the devil worship, like, uh, transferring of essence is kind of out of left field. But at the same yeah. time, this movies would allow it. So. <laughs> so basically, these guys kill themselves in a satanic manner, and their essence gets put, put into these animatronic beings. So they can live forever. I guess we've discussed on this podcast before the rules that need to be established in a movie. I am not sure this movie establishes any kind of rules. No. Is it there? They just need to be fed on a regular basis. Yes. Is it these need to be fed at every full moon? Is it like, you know what I mean? Like it's a regular basis. They've got to be fed on a regular basis and you're in a small town population out in the middle of nowhere and you can't let your population get eaten all the time. You are really gambling on just random people driving through. Whatever well, that is. Right. And then you forcing them to have to stop. Yeah. By blowing their tires. Yeah. Like when you're playing that random with stuff, it feels a little loosey goosey. I feel like sure. there would be a little bit more interesting way to be able to get Cage there or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't I know mean, what you do. Well, that's the thing is I hear what you're saying. But at the same time, I feel like the this premise works. is pretty solid. Like, yeah, this it's works. simple. You know, it's the whole keep it simple, stupid. Like, why overcomplicate it if it's effective? Throw out this uh, spike strip that you can't see until you've already driven over it, mm. or you've seen so many that you're able yeah. to stop before, and nobody has. Uh, boom, they're stranded. Yeah. You know, conveniently, like, you know, everything just plays in nicely. It just stacks up. So once these people kill themselves in this children's wonderland, <laughs> Tex, Tex buys it, and eventually they realize these animatronics are hurting people while it's being used right because he re he uh he redid it opened yeah. it up again and then people started dying. Get, getting bits or dying like they would talk back to the customers in rude fashions i there was one of them that was pretty good that i wish i had wrote <laughs> down because this kid is doing something to the what is what is the siren and she says something about like, well, that's a good burn it's a great burn <laughs> my point was so they realize they're alive, and so they make a deal that we'll feed you as long as you don't leave the building. But if they get hungry enough, they leave the building and go hunting. Do we like that idea for these animatronics that they can physically leave the building? I do, because that that actually um, motivates the townspeople that are in the know to maintain the agreement. Because if they're just always bound to the building, why would you even bother just stay away from the building don't allow anybody to go in they can't come out what's the big deal what if it was one of those weird things of like you feed us and you'll have like a good crop right you know i mean like yeah, go back yeah. to that kind of that old school right you'll have idea good of thinking of yeah. like yeah feed us, and like, the, gods, yeah. the worse off it is like i'm right. that's why i'm saying like if you go back to like every full moon we got to have at least one sacrifice put into this building 
the another thing too is exactly what you're saying. Like these kids are trying to burn it down. Clearly, the town has never tried that. I would like premise of the townspeople coming together, being like, well, "Let's just destroy it," and then having it as, "Oh, we tried that. It doesn't work. We're stuck. We either appease them or we die." Well, yeah. Why you is it this? janitor guy can walk in there and beat these things to death and the townspeople never thought just to walk in there middle of broad daylight shotgun to the face over like it's never established oh, like true. these things like will remake themselves like it's clear you know what i mean like now. yeah exactly it's kind of weird like it's, I, it's, I need some more for this as, they've never been challenged yeah, yeah like why is it i get we need to have the movie yeah but i need a little bit more substance of Nicholas Cage can beat the shit out of these things, do whatever he wants <laughs> to them. <laughs> 30 minutes later, the problem is they're rebuilding themselves and they're back. I, I would have liked to see like emerging of like some of these characters put together. Yeah. Like in a weird way of like, we got some of the turtles, some of the this and that, like make one giant creature towards the end that he's got to fight or something. You know what I mean? Right. It's just so, it just seems, yes, it is badass the way Cage dispatches these things. Now you've established, well, they can just be destroyed. So the townspeople should have just done this right off the get-go and have been freed so, from everything. So. Unless it's, you get good fortune if you feed us. Well, that, and you could also tie in possibly that his superpower or the reason he's able to accomplish these things are his punch. <laughs> his drink oh. gives him the the extra oomph to get it done. You know what I All mean? All right. It's Maybe. his power-up. It's his power-up. It's his literal power-up. Because like you said, he started drinking one after his car tires got blown. Mm-hmm. He was already fueled then. It's, he was capable. Just keeps going and like and you going. said, every break, it's in between those those yeah. animatronic creatures coming to life. He gets re- re-powered, you know? Hmm. I like that. I Yeah, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> this doesn't need to be a long-ass movie by any means. Like, I don't need no, two, two and a no. half hours movie of, of why, but it... Once you're in this world, like you start after you start asking questions, like I see well, why are they from. attacking one at yeah. a time? Why is it he doesn't go attack them while they're just standing still up there? Like, well, that's the is there certain too. things yeah. like what's going on? If 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 these creatures are constantly possessed or they're constantly present in these animatronic creatures, then well, why are they not are self aware that hey, our buddies or one of our clan is getting taken out? We should help in. Help out, well, you know, jump in, you know what I mean? How it's long weird. was Cage cleaning that room they're all in and nothing happened until the ostrich showed up? And then after that, Cage is like, well, all right. Like, but he purposely waits, like, and that's what makes Cage's character so weird is, like, he just is so adamant that he's going to clean this to hold up his end of the bargain. Yeah. Of, like, well, I'm going to show these guys, like, I'm going to get this place clean and then, like, they can't not give me my car because that's the deal. But right. once animatronics start trying to kill me, I might be rethinking my thing, but dude, he beats their head in blood and grease or whatever goes over. He cleans that up and then puts the body pieces in bags. Yeah. And then yeah. he realizes he's locked in and still he's like, huh, huh, I guess, I guess I'm in here all night. I'll just drink my drink and uh, play pinball and kill things as I clean and doesn't say a word about it. Doesn't phase him at all. Yeah. Just, I wrote down, just beat him and bag him. Just part yeah. of the job. Dude, he, he <laughs> cleans this bathroom, and I'll give it credit for the some oh. of the creepiness. He cleans this bathroom like it is the best-looking bathroom I've ever seen for a public place. Absolutely. And he goes back in there, and on the mirror is written, I'm going to eat your eyes out and then feast on your soul. I know what's going on. I've already seen an animatronic ostrich come to life. Yeah. 
can we not see just a little bit more of how this got put in here and who did it? Yeah. I want to, I need to see like red dripping off a hand sometimes so he knows this is the one who wrote it. But no, he just cleans it up like it's nothing. Like, all right. Right. If this guy's going to feast on my soul, so be it. But yeah, he just, he just does whatever. Just, and I don't, yeah. I don't get why. It's it's just a weird character choice is all I'm saying. Super it's weird. I don't get it. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's so weird. Uh speaking of the bathroom scene. Oh my god. Gorilla urinal stomp. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, we got to talk about some yes. of the deaths, dude. When I saw that I was like, "Are you serious?" Ah. Oh, yeah. He gets his bathroom clean and I don't again, this is one of those parts of the movie like, how did he not see the gorilla? But okay, I'm going with it. <laughs> him and this gorilla get into the fight and yeah, he gets him over to the urinal and pretty much says, bite it. And yeah. he freaking curb stomps on the urinal. Yep. This gorilla's face. <laughs> no big deal. Just curb stomping an animatronic gorilla into the urinal. Yeah, like, again, okay. <laughs> this is this is my night, I guess. Just I'm just going to do it. Yep, yep. I just, <laughs> gosh. Oh, he rips the spine out of the ostrich. Can't forget that part, dude. He despines this thing. Oh, right. Yeah. And then goes and gets a brand new shirt. When he's given the job, he's like, here's your cleaning supplies. Yeah. Here's a stack of shirts. He has to wear the company shirt. Yeah. So I'm saying like, he is like, oh, I'm an employee now. Like, he's like the best employee any company can have because he is taking these regular breaks, apparently. Yep. Always wearing the company attire. And he's doing what was asked him to do, no matter what's happening. After every uh, uh, beatdown. Yep. His shirt gets dirty, and there's luckily a huge stack yep. for all the victims, so he just gets a new shirt every time. <laughs> Continues great. to it's clean. Great. Do we really want to talk about any of these kids? I mean Uh no, they're just they're just fodder. Their their goal for the night, they're all gonna go burn it down. They pour the gas and then decide to go get him, and I was like, No, this gas is not gonna be usable by the time you get back. Well also, why would you even pour it and then think, Oh, we should get the guy out? I mean, that, how that, how is yeah, that not like immediate? Like, oh, there's yeah. a guy in there that we know about. Yeah, or did they not know? Well, they were kind of half and half. Like the main girl's like, no, we really need to get him out. Like we right. we can't just allow murder to happen. Everybody else is like, light it up, let everybody yeah. die that's inside. Right. Just let's just do it and get it over with. Yeah. Like he yeah. he's probably dead already. We don't know. Right. It's Schrodinger's cage. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead if we don't open it. Or however that saying goes. Yeah. Schrodinger's cage in Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> We're going to assume he's dead, so let's burn it down. You know, they get on the roof, it collapses. It's just plot convenience. And well, they fall into the ball pit. Well, like you say, I mean, why would they all go up there? Because they're going for the duct to get in there. And But why? But why? Well, they were all going to get her back out because she went up there because she's so adamant about doing it. And then we have to have a pissing match of... Why we should, why we shouldn't, and then the roof collapses and they all fall into the ball pit. And now we're all inside. You were just about to burn this. Like, you know the score, right? Like, these things are alive. And they do. They try to go to attack it while they're standing still and Cage, like, stops them. Is like, and, you know, using his awesome acting without words, says, like, no. And again, I'm like, yeah. but why? And it goes back to your point. Are they possessed all the time? And that's why he waits till they attack, because then he knows he can dispatch them. Like, I don't... But again, like, you take out something that's not moving, like, it can't be possessed, right? Well, I think that that brings up a good point, because, like, 
there's shots of, of all of them standing there. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it'll show one with its eyes moving. Which, to me, speaks that it's not possessed until it is, somehow. But then also, I think the other big thing that I never thought about until now is Cage is so invested in being a good employee. Well, he wants that car back. Yes, Bad. that he's there to clean. So why would he want to destroy destroy Willie's oh. when he's trying to preserve it and make it better? Maybe he's going on the assumption that maybe not all of them are yes. possessed. Well, oh, okay. Exactly what you're saying. Okay. He, he's assuming that it's not all of them until it's known for a fact. He's assuming oh, that it's fine. Okay. And, and a part of the job is to bring this. The whole premise for text was to revitalize this place and open it, reopen it again. And I how could you claim. do that if you destroyed all of the, the main attraction? The main attraction. Interesting. And Cage point. is trying to be a good employee. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Because he's trying, trying to get his car back. Hmm. So with that, that makes a lot of sense. I would stop the kids too. It's like, that's fine. It was just that. It was just those other two that that were bad. <laughs> Not all of them, because he doesn't know the background. He doesn't know the story. Versus the audience does, because the cop filled us in. Okay, they're all possessed. Well, it wasn't there also a scene already at this point where the animatronics were doing their song and dance because someone turned them on or they were turned on somehow. So yes, yes. To, to him so, watching, he's like, okay, well, they're doing that, and I've only been attacked by an ostrich and right. a gorilla. And it Maybe was also they weren't it. on stage. It's not like he saw them leave the stage. Yeah. All of a sudden, they were just there. Well, you bring up a good point with the stage. Like that uh, siren left the stage and came back. And like right. you see this. It, it this, this movie, if, well, like we are, we're asking questions about it that doesn't want to or necessarily right. need to answer. Right. But, I mean, it is what it is because when the girl's going through the vents to go find him, like, the alligators up there. So are these things like connected to the building too and kind of know like is it part of them? Do they know what's going on? I would assume it's, it'd be the the when when I saw weird. it when I saw it happen, I assumed it was just the possession that was happening. With the transference, satanic, whatever happened, like sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Literally like they're able to survive in this inanimate object. So then at that point, yeah. They could do whatever they want to do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a weird, it's a weird thing. Like I, I, this isn't new by any means. I mean, they're, I mean, Chucky was an animatronic doll essentially. Like, yeah, the the idea of the scary moving child's toy that comes to life and is murderous isn't a new idea. But I do like that this movie tweaks it enough. And I I guess I would. I mean, I'm gonna say watch it, of course. But I could use a little bit more substance with it for sure of like what's going on because I, I mean some of these things like you know I'm going to eat your eyes and feast on your soul like I could use a little bit more threats from these things a little bit more clever dialogue coming from them of like what what's Nighty Knight going to say oh nothing he's just going to kill you chop this yeah. sheriff in half and stab a kid and then be murdered by his own sword. Well again play on words Silent Night you know <laughs> I mean that makes sense to me. <laughs> Wow, okay, um, maybe I am just not thinking about this movie I, enough if you've so, got that coming out of you. So I think uh, you're overthinking it, personally. Okay. Because um, when I was watching it, um, my brain was completely off from the get-go. As soon as Willie's was introduced, I was like, okay, this is happening, and I just let things flow. So with your point of wanting more depth, 
dialogue. A little bit. More threatening. Yeah. More creativity. I would say that with the premise of these animatronic children's robot things, everything is oversimplistic. So I feel like those threats are right in line. Okay. They're being limited by the robot somehow, even though they're supposed to be these psychotic devil worshipping serial killer things. Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that they're like restrained by the robots themselves to oversimplistic <laughs> sentences. Well, yeah. Which I, doesn't make sense again, but I like it. Well, I mean, it's, I like it. They make it menacing when they sing like the birthday song and stuff. And you're yeah. like, oh, like the weir- the words, like there's some kind of undertones where like, okay, this is a little messed up. But there's one like whistle loud, whistle low, sway your hips and here we go. And like. This movie does play with like the theme songs that these animatronic things are supposed to say as people are getting murdered or they're getting murdered. Like it's that twist on like the innocence of like a child song or right. stuff like that. And we're amping up to body counts and gorillas getting curb stomped on a urinal. <laughs> and and I also think it's kind of ominous too. Like yeah. the creepiness that's inherent in these things as an adult. And then it makes sense that kids are so scared of these things because they're trying to be overly friendly, which comes off kind of creepy. Yeah, like they're inviting to an extent. Yeah, but in yeah, in a weird vibe way. Yeah. Plus, they're like these things that are not supposed to be alive that are alive-ish, but it's very obvious that they're not alive. Yeah. yeah I mean, the oh, creature so good, and the creature design is pretty good. Yeah. Willie is. I mean, so, even if it when it's all cleaned up, like that's thing still looks borderline terrifying. It's still got and that, that yeah. and uh, the siren, dude, like the, the big eyes and the head, and like it looks well, not only the siren but the chameleon. I thought was the creepiest looking thing. I forgot what that thing was, and I sh- it showed up. I was like, "What is this?" Oh, because it yeah. comes in with the, it. The kids hiding out in arcade. The kids all split up to hide. She shows up and is like, "Oh, I'm not like the others." Like. She plays that yeah. innocent card. Like, I, it's just circumstance. I'm here. Like, you got to free me from this prison. And he's like, she's oh, so okay. Great. Chameleon. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Besides, okay. she's like changing color too. Like, oh, yeah. Well, for, for one, I didn't realize what it was when it first showed up. And I was like, oh, that's like an alien animatronic <laughs> robot thing. And then, yeah, once the chameleon came through, I was like, I guess I kind of see it. But it's super weird. Super creepy looking. And I just had a thought. So you're you're touching on like the characters, the kids as additional characters. Mm-hmm. All those animatronic robots are supporting cast. We have all those characters. Yeah, and see, so when the kids are introduced, like we've got more attacks, like individual attacks. Like yeah, the gator gets to the chameleon doesn't die. Gets, yeah, it gets the one. Oh, he gets the rope. Okay, yeah, we yeah, got to talk about. Okay, thing, right? we got to talk about this chameleon part. The chameleon snaps the kid's neck, and our main girl shows up, and Cage, like, they're going to fight, and Cage pulls out a knife. There's a knife somewhere in here, but his alarm goes off to go get his power drink, and he hands the knife to this chick and then just runs away. And again, you're like, dude, you're letting this almost, well, I'm not a child, late teen battle this animatronic thing like how long is your break for dude are you expecting her to last 15 minutes <laughs> like what in the hell man oh i love and, that bar yeah like and yeah like, when it, exactly when when it was happening it was like there's a lot of i felt like there was a lot of foreshadowing that yeah he had this internal conflict of 
oh, it's break time. I can't skip break. Yeah. But she's in danger. But there's break. And, yeah. Oh, I loved it. It's just the oh, way he, like, so hands good. her the knife. Like, yeah. the whole, like, I don't know. His acting without words is pretty good in this. Like, <laughs> here you go. Like, I'm sorry. I got break. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're on your own. Like, yeah, you yeah. got yourself into this, I guess. Yeah. Have fun yep. defeating. You're going to have to figure it out. This chameleon <laughs> thing. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah, I got this. Great. <laughs> so the girl gets out with one of the sheriffs. I don't know who we decide this guy is. And they're driving and the tortoise attacks. He's on the roof, attacks. The girl beats him with the, the gun and goes back to Willie's. Uh, Cage is at this point handcuffed because they, they need him to die. We'll handcuff him, leave him in there. It's got to be easier now, right? Uh, he ends up, does he do a knee crush to the siren? Like he ends up getting straddling her like head and then like he pushes his knees together and something happens. He does do like a, but she doesn't die. Knee break or a neck break with Mm. his knees. He like somehow does like a twisting move because he doesn't have access with his hands. He snaps the lizard's neck. Nothing too great on that one. And then how does he kill Willie? Just kind of stabby stabby. That's sad that we're talking about we like this movie. I can't remember how Willie dies. Like he's the big bad remember. at the end, and I'm like, oh yeah. And that's the problem. I think Willie was the ringleader, and you, you know, knew he was the pinnacle, the apex yeah. of the group. But at the same time, I never really got that vibe because he never did anything the entire movie. I mean, th- he was just menacing on stage, right? He was, he was, yeah. Like, shot caller is all he was. Yeah. Essentially, sending his minions off, and then he was supposed to be the ultimate, which he was. He was in terms of fighting. He gave Cage the biggest trouble, the most trouble. Yeah, I guess that's true. As it's coming back to me now. Well, and because this movie has got to have closure of all of the bad people involved, the siren isn't dead and gets out of the garbage. And once Tex and the mechanic guys show up, like, oh, and then. Cage walks out like, oh, shit, he did it. And they go inside and see it. And like, well, man, maybe I'll just reopen this thing. When they get back into their car, for some reason, the thing, Siren, like, put gas on their car, lit it on fire, and blew all three of them up for yes. reasons. Yes. And then the tortoise is walking back towards and Cage hits it with his car and it explodes into a bajillion pieces. He hands her a power drink and they ride off into the sunset. Absolutely. Not saying a word. Absolutely. It's... So good. Folks, this movie, I I know you probably never saw it in theaters. If you can find it at a red box or anywhere you can stream it, rent it, it's worth 88 minutes of your time. Yes. If you're looking for a good time, a non-thinker, just let your brain go. Don't even, don't even have a thought in your brain. If you want, you know, get your pre-Halloween on. Yeah. You can't go wrong with this. Like, it's just, it's, it's menacing enough and it. It it flips the script a little bit to where you're like, okay, I'm on board. Like, is it got dumb parts? Hell yeah, it does. It's a horror movie. Hell does yeah. it have cliches like horror movies? Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, it does. But you're here for a silent Nicolas Cage who acts with nothing but his eyes. I did read like that pinball scene where like he's dancing and doing his worst stuff. Like that was all him allegedly. <laughs> he came up with those dance moves himself. Like while well, he's playing pinball and drinking his thing on break. <laughs> So there you have it. I just I think it's worth a a watch for sure. It's yes, I would give it that for the theme songs alone. Yes, do it because you'll have fun with that. But the music, I thought the soundtrack with this was done very well. (laughs) Yeah, I I felt I felt they 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 hit it. They Mm -hmm. matched it. Excellent. 
it's just an enjoyable watch. It's a fun, entertaining movie. Violence, yes, but also can't be violence because it's animatronic robot things. Yeah. And if you want to believe the internet, it's confirmed that they're going to do a prequel comic book series that's due to be released October of 21. So Nice. I think maybe, that... maybe, maybe we will get some kind of Willy's Wonderland verse where these things aren't dead. They're just well, repossessing other things. Repossessing? Repossessing. I would assume that's how that works, right? I don't know. Because the robots were only vessels? That, that is another question. Do they want to become that? I would assume if they took like a satanic pact, they're able to possess different vessels. Hmm. Is what I'm going to bank on. Because if we want to do a sequel, boom, they can just go shh. Um, or not. I don't know. I don't know um, either, dude. Another thing, too, they could go the prequel route and go more in depth in them as human serial killer cult people things. Yeah. They could also go more into depth into the robots leading up to that and, and killing all those people, even though we pretty much saw everything there's no real mystery it's yeah like, bring man they kill him boom done i'd almost be on board with some kind of weird thing like they reconstitute themselves and they go on the hunt for cage or something i that don't know would they be good they do something like that like i i'm sorry i gotta have this cage character in this movie i gotta see more of these quirks oh, absolutely and i gotta see more of that I, yeah. that's all i need but yeah i think i would say definitely watch this get your halloween on early have fun with it. I mean, it's your birthday. We want you to have fun. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For the songs alone, yeah. it is fun. This is a cage watcher. Yeah. All right. Happy Halloween. <laughs>